0: Hello everyone, this is Lee the Appraiser for another segment of Amazing Appraising here in our brand new APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street. How's everyone doing today? I hope they're doing well. So, today we're going to be talking about watches, uh, in particular Rolex watches, in particular if you have ever considered buying one. We have been bombarded with questions. In fact, every day we have hundreds of people that come in the gallery every day looking to buy new and vintage Rolex watches. Some of them are experienced buyers and collectors. Some of them are not. Some of them never bought a better watch before, let alone a better Rolex. So we're going to talk about the ins and outs of the differences and give some advice, our professional advice of 40 years of experience in buying and appraising watches, and what a new potential buyer, or even an experienced buyer, might be interested in knowing and helping them form an accurate decision. So we're going to start with what's called the Rolex Men's Oyster Perpetual Datejust, which is considered by many one of the most popular simple basic watches in the world. This watch was probably, we'll say, invented or marketed originally probably in the, I'd say, the mid-50s. At that time, this was the largest Rolex made. Now, this is not a perfect example, although it. From a collector's point of view it is, It's it's worn, it has some scratches on it, the crystal has a little crack on it, but for collectors purposes, since this one came with the original paperwork, we decided not to change it in any way because most collectors like things in their original condition providing they work properly and aesthetically they still look good so this is a a watch here that was made about 1970 it is their what we call again the first one they made was about 1955 we're going to talk about basically yeah let's just go back to what the differences are in the watches so one of the differences because we'll talk about the differences and uh, between the older models and the newer models I always like whenever I compare things for appraising purposes or authenticity purposes is to use the word pros and cons. What are the pros and the cons of each model? Here it's a little different because, you know, you might have a personal preference about the different physical characteristics of the watches. We're going to take just a short break and we'll be right back.
1: Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, Sterling flatware, Judaica, Oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Buccellati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000, 212-246-2000, or toll-free 1-800-772-0054.
0: So the older watches that this one is, this is, again, from about the 70s. They're all made in stainless steel. They all have the basic same design. They all have the basic, what they call, oyster perpetual movement. Okay, so that being said, and they all have the general look is the same, too. So what are the specific difference characteristics that they have? And then that would help. That's one of the factors that would help you make a decision of whether you prefer an older one or a brand new model. So, the older models, uh, first of all, the bracelets tend to be a little thinner, lighter, and a little more flimsy. Some of the older watches, in fact, uh, prior to the 70s, Rolex didn't even manufacture the bracelets. They licensed companies in various countries, in uh, the United States and uh, maybe um, South America, to make their bracelets. So it actually, the bracelets would say made in USA, as opposed to what's generally known as Swiss made. Though Most of the old, uh, the newer ones after 1970 say Swiss made. So the bracelet tends to be a little looser, a little thinner. These are both called with the Jubilee bracelets. So the, bra- the bracelet is one issue. Uh, the other issue is the glass, or commonly called the crystal. It used to be made out of uh, acrylic plastic, which would chip and scratch. Now they make it out of a new, what they call synthetic sapphire mineral crystal, which is sharp, clean, easier to read, does not scratch, typically does not scuff, um, and in most cases, very difficult to chip. So they tend to last much longer, and there are they do cost significantly more. They cost up to $500. The, just a crystal, as opposed to the plastic crystal, which was typically about 100, 125. So aesthetically, that's really the difference, would be the crystal and the bracelet. Those are really the only major differences. The case is made a little thicker, not much. The bracelet, of course, is stronger uh, and thicker and will wear better over time and will not be as loose as the older model. There's not really significant differences. Those are really the differences in the watch, and they do have a little difference in appearance, but that's the story. We'll be right back after a short break from one of our sponsors.
2: Starting your own business is a path to building the life you've always wanted, but you don't have to go it alone. Let Zen Business be the trusted guide on your journey to success, giving you the essential skills and tools you need to quickly and easily turn your idea into a money-making business. If you've been thinking of starting your own business recently, you're not alone. People everywhere are trading in their stressful, unfulfilling jobs for a life full of autonomy and potential. Zen Business is here to help you balance starting and running a successful company with managing your own well-being you don't have to be an expert at everything to get started on your journey zen business makes all the business stuff easier so you can stay focused on your passion their all-in-one platform combines fast and simple business formation services with helpful resources and tools, so you can quickly start making money and running your business with ease. Build the life you always wanted and get to your first dollar faster with the Zen Business platform. Get started today for as low as $49 at zenbusiness.com dream. That's zenbusiness.com slash dream.
0: This older one, so we have the, the difference in the characteristics. We have the difference in the look a little obviously now what we're going to hit this so this is the older one now we have the next generation up this one is a little later this is probably it has the thicker bracelet this is probably from the early 80s looks a little newer this happens to have a beautiful white roman number dial which is very rare you seldom see those we have two what we're going to call more modern ones this one here This is a uh, watch probably from about the year 2000, again, sapphire crystal, 18 karat white gold bezel, stronger bracelet, etc. And then you, of course, have here, which is the brand new model that they made that has the new bracelet, the Jubilee bracelet, that goes through the whole bracelet and crown. Me, from uh, being a collector of antiques and fine antique items, I am always drawn to the original vintage piece, especially since there is very little difference in the way it functions, okay? Uh, That's just me. I would say, you know, if you want a newer model there's obviously no problem with that either of these would be acceptable the price ranges vary Uh, i would say the suggested retail on all these watches today is about eight thousand dollars the this one here with the original paperwork might even bring a little more Uh, without the paperwork it would probably bring a little less a lot of it's going to have to do with your budget these would probably run about uh, six grand maybe seven or so seventy five hundred for the uh later model and then the brand new style with the new bracelet they typically retail for about 10 grand. Not a huge significant difference in price, depending if you're on a strict budget, then obviously you know you would go to a reliable dealer and buy the one that he had for the lowest price possible. So it really depends on what you like as far as look. Functionality, they're pretty much the same. Do you want something that's older, looks a little older? Do you like that style and class that they reflect? Or do you want something either new or brand new, which would run you a little more? and uh, but not significantly more. Okay, so that is what we're talking about here with the Rolex Datejust. Again, you have any additional questions, we're going to have a couple of these videos. You can look them up again, or stay tuned for more on this. We're going to be talking about the Rolex Submariners, the Rolex GMTs, in just another couple of minutes here. You can call or reach us at 212 246 call or text us, or you can just uh, find us on social media at APR57NYC. We're going to take just a short break, and we'll be right back. Hello everyone, it's Lee the Appraiser from APR 57, Amazing Appraising, talking about Rolex watches. One of the most popular topics today. We get calls on these watches every single day. Hundreds of people come in asking us for certain styles, certain brands, and a big question today is we're getting a lot of people who are buying a Rolex for the first time in their life. So it's going to be their first Rolex watch. So what do they look for? What do they get? What do they want? What questions to ask? How do they know which watch? should be their very Rolex their very first love as they say so we have three different Rolex Submariners out of all the Rolex watches that are manufactured and are in demand generally speaking their most popular models out of all of them are their sport models and out of all their sport models the sport model generally refers to a watch that is larger looks a little different looks a little sportier maybe it has a so it's a little larger than a regular watch than the Datejust it typically will have a color on it may be black bl- bezel black insert they typically have uh, bezels which are the round function that in this case checks the time or you can have a time indicator meaning that if you're diving and you set it here you would have 5 10 15 20 minutes on the bezel the newer models that actually click you can hear that click it's a one-directional uh, bezel that can't move without turning. And so let's just go through a little of these. About And out of all their watches, the Submariner is considered to be one of their very f- most popular sport models. So that's the watch that was made popular by James Bond, the character Sean Connery in his first James Bond movies, and Roger Moore wore it. I think Roger Moore wore it after that The l- last uh, number of years. Daniel Craig, who's a good client of ours, he sponsors Omega, so uh, J- the James Bond franchise. I think has they I don't know what they charge they charge Omega whatever it is 20 million dollars a year for them to promote their watches so here let's go with this here so again you're looking for a Rolex watch not sure you like the Submariner you heard about it maybe interested in that okay so one of the things you want to just also consider is your budget okay there's certain watches for various reasons are well above what the standard watch goes for so this is one of the very first Rolexes made This is a gorgeous piece from the late, probably the late 1960s. The dial was originally white like these, but after 60 years it turned like a gold patina on it, which is very pretty, black dial, black insert. If you see the glass on the side, it's called a a bubbled glass, beveled glass. It's made out of plastic, actually not glass. Uh, it's pretty strong. If one scratches, it can be polished out. It has the rotating bezel to check time. It has the automatic oyster perpetual movement. And, of course, it has the thick bracelet. This is called the Submariner bracelet with the double clasp on it. And it has the extension for diving on it. So this goes over the wetsuit. Overall, beautiful condition. Really a stunning example of this watch. This example retails about $20,000 based on the beautiful original condition, original dial, original bezel. If it was in poor condition, it might sell between 5,000 and 8,000. Some people, again, like the vintage ones, very strong, very nice. This is a later edition. This is from the year about probably 2000. Again, automatic perpetual movement. Clicking bezel, just rotates one direction. Uh, heavier bracelet, heavier bracelet, heavier buckle, um, stronger, more durable more durable in the water, uh, probably 30% heavier in weight, all stainless steel, uh, sapphire glass, basically scratch-proof, Typically chip-proof, very nice, simple, plain watch—the standard watch that people wear for basically any occasion. Really, one of the nicer watches. All these watches are great investments. Again, in perfect condition, this one here sells for about uh, ten to twelve thousand um, dollars. Poor condition would bring it down maybe uh, six to seven. This model they don't make new, but if it was new, it would be about twelve grand. This is the brand new model. A little larger, the case is a little larger, especially the top of the case. You see that it's much wider. It's about twenty percent wider on the top the bezel a little shiner it's, it's made out of a ceramic material that they make the bezel now is actually scratch proof it twists as such has a date magnifying glass same moisture perpetual movement and again the bracelet is made just a little thicker than the standard model okay um, it has a new clasp on it all right the adjustable feature in the clasp it goes bigger and smaller over here you can make it a little bigger on your wrist like that just by pulling it down very very nice watch the retail on these today i think are about twelve thousand dollars but you can't get them that's just another thing with rolex the demand now is outsourcing the supply so the market value on these are probably close to fourteen thousand dollars which ones do you prefer again i'm always drawn to the original vintage pre-owned watches so i like them primarily because they're nicer they show history they're rarer All those factors, but there's nothing wrong with these two. So, I would say if you're on a budget or you're don't want to spend as much as 15 or 20 grand. Probably want to go with a pre-owned one of either a recent vintage. The Submariners are one of the few watches that actually typically the older they are the more valuable they are but we can give you one of these light new you know the modern style a few years old in the range of probably uh, 10 grand today. That would be my recommendation. The old vintage collectible in mint condition is going to go significantly more than 10 and the new model ceramic of which they're not making anymore is probably going to go also in the range of uh, 12 to 14. So this would probably be the choice for somebody that uh, wants a pre-owned one at a reasonable price. Again, they're all beautifully looking. You can't go wrong with any of them. That would be our suggestion here. Okay, this is Lee, the appraiser from APR 57. If you have any questions, you can call or text us at 212-246-2000, email us at lee at apr57.com, or just find us on social media at APR 57 NYC. I think we're going to take another break for a second. And so we're gonna be right back after this very, very, very short break.
3: The General insurance presents
2: shower ballads by Shack Turns out everyone does sound better in the shower and it turns out the general is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years.. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the General. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., insurance agency. Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply.
0: Okay, everyone. It's Lee the Appraiser from the APR 57 Gallery for Amazing Appraising. Another segment on advice on how to buy your first Rolex watch. What you need to know, okay? Your first Rolex watch for dummies. Okay. Anyhow, so we're talking here. We've been... Talking about the Rolex Datejust, their standard, simple men's watch. We talked about the Rolex Mariner. Now we're talking about the Rolex GMT Master. What does the GMT mean? Greenwich mean time, that it has two time zone feature, that you can set the time in two different time zones. The hands rotate, and you have the red hand that will be the second time zone. So basically you can have a one time over here and your home base time could be over here so you will see let's just set it here at 12 o'clock so everything is at 12 here so if you were in california three hours earlier so it has a 24 hour dial here that will have the second time zone and it will also tell you your military time if you wish as the hour hand moves the red hand moves as well okay so you can set it for the time in you know three hours earlier in california if you wish or it'll tell you military time two o'clock here it's i mean it's 1400 military hours it's two o'clock in the afternoon has the automatic perpetual movement The date feature at three o'clock they have this called the pepsi bezel which is blue and red um one of the most popular watches rolex made this is a vintage piece this watch was made circa 1970s Brand new condition, all stainless steel with the bracelet, the deployment buckle. It opens up here for diving as well. It has what they call the plastic crystal there. Again, the plastic crystal, strong, durable, nice. If it's scratched, you just polish it off. Typically, doesn't chip much. And uh, just a very beautiful example of this very beautiful vintage watch. It has a little patina on the dial. The patina is the agent of the illuminescence from white to a little off-white, yellowish, etc., etc. Uh, a really gorgeous example, um, today a watch like this retails for maybe in the range of 10000 uh, ten to $13,000. If there's something special about it, they can go considerably higher depending on the condition and all these other factors. Okay, and here we have a newer model GMT. This is not the brand new one, but it's a newer one. Stainless steel, again, the significant difference in the characteristics of the watch is the case is a little thicker, a little heavier. The bracelet is a little thicker, a little heavier. So they made it a little more durable. The glass specifically is a a synthetic sapphire crystal which is sharp, very thin, and it also has the 24 time zone, the GMT Master hand. If this glass typically will be less likely to scratch, less likely to chip, if it does however it is an expensive proposition to fix about 500 see this bezel turns both ways and this one is in brand new condition this one also would retail in that range of probably ten to thirteen thousand dollars so the price range is really not that much different here it's really you know what style do you like what do you prefer do you uh, that's it you want a little newer model a little stronger a little more durable or you want something more aged that look more collectible vintage uh, and rare, so it's a toss-up price range between the two. You have to expect to pay about ten to twelve thousand dollars on either one of these. They do make a new model now. They made it with the Jubilee bracelet. The suggested retail is thirteen, but the fact that Relics hasn't distributed them and there's a huge demand, they're going significantly more, so you'd have to expect to pay somewhere between around eighteen to $20,000 for the new model. And they make them also with the, it's called the Batman, with the blue and black uh, bezel insert, and they make them with both bracelets, both the Oyster bracelet, which is these are both, or uh, the Jubilee bracelet, which is the... Um, the Jubilee is similar to the style here of the Rolex, okay? You know, a lot of it comes down to personal preference and budget with these vintage watches. So, you know, if you came here, we would go over with you what your likes are. Some younger people like the older watches, uh, older people, yeah, they, and they vary. You know, so again, it boils down to really a personal preference. So if you came here or you have questions, you can call or text us or in person here, come to our, we do have a large inventory of these watches. So we're happy to answer any questions you have. If you want, again, one that's stronger, lighter, whatever it might be, we'll answer your questions. Every watch we sell is in absolutely brand new condition. Comes with a two-year warranty, lifetime authenticity certificate, and everything with it. So you can call or text us at 212-246-2000. You can email us at lead APR57, or you can find us on social media at APR57NYC. So please, if you have any questions or you want advice on these watches, you want to come in, you want to have anything for sale or appraisal, we're happy to take, it, take care of you. And we look forward to seeing you soon. And we also made these clips on the Rolex Datejusts, um, on how to buy those, as well as the Rolex Submariners. So we'll be adding more uh, models to our repertoire for you to listen to as well. So till next time
3: Services may vary. Participating dealer subject to applicable loss. See dealer for details.
0: Hello, everyone. It's Lee the Appraiser for another episode of Amazing Appraising here in our brand new gallery here on 57th Street and Broadway. How's everyone doing tonight? Hope everyone is well. So we're starting to hopefully get back to normal or whatever normal is. We have clients that some of them will never get back to normal, right, I guess?
4: Were they normal in the first place? I don't think so. Uh, so that, that's normal. That's normal. If you're normally abnormal, that's normal. That's
0: normal, right? Okay. So uh, that voice you hear in the background is our good friend, Mr. Abe uh, Chamber. We call him Mr. Abe here. Thank you. You know, I, I can't, I think it was Rodney Dangerfield who said that, he quoted Abe Lincoln, and yes. he said, <laughs> he said, Abe Lincoln said, all men are created equal. And then he said, well, I guess he never went to a nude beach.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like he would say that. That's Rodney, right? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if Rodney went to too many nude beaches, but uh, (laughs) there were a few comedians that loved, like Buddy Hackett. He just always vacationed at nude beaches. Why? Did you ever see Buddy Hackett? Could you imagine him without clothes? God help me. Anyhow.
0: Yeah. So, uh, as we were saying, we're back and we're talking about, uh, what did we talk about the other day? or the We talked other about day? Rolexes.
4: So, by the way, I was home listening to you. You were great. You were just explaining everything you want to know about buying a Rolex watch. I've never owned one, but I've seen a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I was a lawyer for many, many jewelers. And uh, just this week, by the way, I, I saw three uh, three different uh, people were selling uh, their Rolexes. And it was funny, you know, the, everyone's, the, the face was a mother of pearl in different hues and shades of pink and blue and green. Well, Why is that? Do you have any idea? Well, let's go, I would say,
0: number one is typically things are made because the companies think they're attractive and there's going to be demand for them. That's the general rule. So there is a... Obviously people are buying them, yeah. I would think so. So obviously there's a demand for nice styles Rolex is one of the few companies. They want what they do is let's just say their watch costs ten grand. They will release it with a special face Uh that can't be bought elsewhere. So if you want, Mr. Abe, if somebody, for example, a young lady or somebody gave you a new Rolex as a gift, yes, make it happen this year. You (laughs) prefer. May it happen. Yeah, may it happen. It's so right before I shut up. We only got we to we pray, pray for anything. Right, you got to pray for everything. I think there's a special yeah. one there for Rolex, right? <laughs> well, I
4: once was given a Rolex, but I moved the dial and it said R O T E X. So I guess it wasn't the same thing. It was down on Canal Street, uh-huh. but we won't talk about that. Okay.
0: So anyhow, so what Rolex does is, if somebody gives you a Rolex watch and it has a specific face on it, and you want it in a different dial. There's certain dials that they make where if you went to the company and said here, could you switch the face right. for me? They'll tell you no, sir. You really? have to go that. Watch. buy another watch wow. for 10 grand wow. or 20 grand, whatever yeah. it might be. So they make it very specific with their promotions and advertising that they put watches that have special dials in many cases.
4: But the normal mother-of-pearl I saw is, they call it white, but it's really cream or like tan. So, uh,
0: as far as I know, mother-of-pearl dials, I would say, have been probably from the 60s and 70s, going back as far as that. I guess they got very popular in the 70s and 80s and 90s. Um, You know, it's typically a we'll call it a better like a glossy dial, glossy finish. It's, typ- right. it's typically like white iridescent they call it's it or luminescent. White. It will come right. also with a shade sometimes of pink, of yellow, of blue, yeah, I would it's say, very yeah. pretty. So
4: um, you know, and I think I think it comes from secretion of the yeah. oyster, right? Yeah. It's, that's why they call it mother of pearl, because it gives birth to the pearl. That secretion hardens then. It becomes that luminescent, beautiful white pearl. You know, there are other colored pearls, by the way. People, I don't know if people know that, well, but black. black pearls are huge today. Uh, the natural pearls, not the ones that are perfectly formed. Those are much more right. expensive. River pearls are, are jagged or whatever, but they all have that luminescence. So they have white, cream, tan, pink. There's many colors, but the white and black are the, are the most expensive. Do you have any idea? Do you, uh, I... I don't know how much you know about the pearl business, but I'll just tell you a little. Please tell me. You
0: might know yourself, but you have an idea that the value, generally speaking, of pearls over the last 10 years have gone down drastically.
4: Really? Why? People don't buy them anymore? They do buy them. Yeah. Because they went down drastically? (laughs) The Chinese, like everything
0: else, figured a way to naturally make pearls, make pearls cheaper than they are today. So, how do you
4: naturally make a pearl if it's natural? We're going to discuss that right now. I love it. Okay, so uh, we're going to discuss it right now. In
0: after the break. After the break. So we'll yes. take a short break. We're going to get our pearl set here, and uh, we'll be right back in just a minute.
5: If you're a fan of romantic movies and love films with beautiful cinematography, then you're going to love Redeeming Love. Based on the best-selling novel by Francine Rivers, the movie takes place during the California Gold Rush of 1850 and follows the life of Angel, the most notoriously sought-after woman in the Sierra Nevada foothills town of Paradise. Right as she was about to give up on finding freedom, Angel meets Michael and encounters a love that's unlike anything she's ever experienced. But shame of her past causes Angel to run away from the very thing she's always wanted. As Michael sets out to find her, Angel discovers there is no brokenness that love can't heal. Redeeming Love, featuring Abigail Cowan, Tom Lewis, Nina Dobrev, Eric Dane, and Famke Jansen, is rated PG-13 and premieres January 21st in theaters nationwide. For more information or to find tickets to a theater near you, visit redeeminglovemovie.com. That's redeeminglovemovie.com.
0: This is Leah the Appraiser back more of amazing appraising with Mr. Abe, we were discussing the Rolex market, Rolex styles, Rolex faces, and also specifically mother-of-pearl uh, faces and demand for them. So we're just touching base on uh, why the pearl market has, uh, the prices have gone down substantially over the last number of years. And I told uh, Mr. Abe that that is because of how the Chinese infiltrated the pearl market and they came up with a way to be more efficient, and the way they did that is typically the way pearls were made, is that you would uh, these people. Well, would they would do with oyster divers and they right, would right, find the pearls dive, inside the oyster. They'd open up uh, yeah. a thousand oysters. They actually not down there. Yeah, they bring they'd them up to the ground. Maybe
4: they'd polish a little bit, but it had to be naturally no, no. round. And they would open yeah. them
0: up, and they would find pearls in one out of every, you know, 50 oysters. And why did they have a pearl in there? You know.
4: Well, it's it's basically it's an irritant that that went in like some sand or whatever very good. that that uh, that bothered the oyster well, very good. So and they and they secrete something to protect itself to and it that's up. what created and the pearl.
5: Very very. So,
4: good. so the inside of a clam or an o- or an it's oyster or whatever that inside part of the shell, which will turn into a pearl later, that is mother of pearl. That turns into the pearl. That is true. And that's why fathers, even though today there's no sexes or genders anymore, you know, it's not called father of pearl, it's only mother of pearl. Mother of pearl because It gives birth to, well, gender gender something. Gender. I think,
0: do you you know a good employer? Do you know a (laughs) good...
4: A employment lawyer is 57 eight, genders and sexes now. Yeah, gen- yeah so I was going to say... Uh, let's just take the whole alphabet and that's it. But, but it's listen, everybody knows it. So what the it. Chinese did was... What did they
0: do? They took a group of oysters yeah. and they put sand in each one. They irritated them. Well, that's besides the point. But they put sand, <laughs> they, they put a, a drop of sand yeah. in each one of their shells. Wow. So they would have the irritant... Unnaturally, but they don't care. Okay, they but the natural themselves.
4: procedure was that the oyster That's would it. protect itself. And then they put them yeah. in little, whatever they call it,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah, cages. these oyster bays. They had these bays. And then after
4: and, whenever and they, whatever and they it is, they plant a okay. week, month, two years. So it's, a, it's, it's still a natural plural, really. Yeah, yeah, well, I used clever. to irritate a lot of oysters by telling them very bad jokes, and they wouldn't uh-huh. laugh, and they get very, very upset at me. We wouldn't get a pearl out of it. Would you? Yeah, <laughs> we'd get a pearl <laughs> out of it. Now I got very strange-looking uh, uh, jewelry coming out of it, but we won't uh-huh. talk about that. Uh-huh. But, but that's very but, clever, right? But you know what? I, I, I actually looked it up in the American Entomological Society, c- c- talking about secretions, and and it's a secretions. kind of a bug. Basically, we look at oysters and clams, whatever. They're like bugs of the ocean. Right. They really are. At least that it is in the Bible. The origin of insects in in fine jewelry is much bigger than flowers or any kind of, of, uh, of image that the original jewelry, like from the Egyptians even, we're talking about four or 5,000 years ago were made of scarabs to protect the person from bad spirits for good health, like the for success eye, right? like the evil you know. eye, and and basically they thought that these bugs were like part of the sun god Ra, they called him R.A., and that if you wore a scarab, like which was basically a beetle, and they originally had these dung beetles that rolled them up into a ball, which kind of looked like a pearl, but <laughs> not white, it was anything but, but they 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 used to, like, worship them because they thought that they would protect them from everything that's going. They just thought that they were fantastic. And they'd actually uh, use them for ritual, magical, and protective functions. You know, mm-hmm. wearing them—it's just amazing. Amazing. That's very interesting. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. And I always like to figure out the sources of certain words or sayings.
4: Yeah. So may- maybe that's the source of uh, "you bug me." Yes, you're right. <laughs> but if it comes with jewelry, then okay. Now you stop bugging me. No, thank you. But you know, I looked up also cicadas. You know, cicadas. Whatever you call them.
2: Cicadas.
4: Cicadas. Yes. Okay. Cicadas. Great. You know how to say it. But basically, that's like locust, right? Yeah. Beetles, butterflies, dragonflies. Well, they were cicadas, basically, and they come out, and it takes years to develop it, and they sing beautifully, and they fly together, and there's a there's a there's a beauty to cicadas, and they would actually use them in jewelry. Hmm. So they, I'm talking about the actual live thing. When it died, they cover it with some sort of translucency. uh,
0: If you're any jeweler, typically that's dealt in state jewelry, on occasion, that's exactly it.
4: sees what they call
0: amber. Covered insects, you
4: know, mm-hmm. right, uh, right. Inse- insects covered. But what do you amber. think amber is? I mean, I've seen so many different things. We see think it's dinosaur uh, leftovers. Uh, that's not. It's basically tree sap that's ancient. That uh, isn't it? I
0: mean, that's as far as I know, as as yeah. You know, that, yeah and covered over insects, and it stuff covered like over that. the insects,
4: and they got encased in, the, in
0: them. Typically, it's in Eastern Europe. Right, right. The and they, I've some. seen
4: gorgeous stuff coming out of Russia and Eastern Europe. Beautiful jewelry. Bugs encased in, in, in amber. It's unbe- And you'd be surprised what they've encased in amber. It picked up anything. It could pick up a small animal, right, like right, a rodent. Right, or right, whatever. Right, right. But but the scarabs, uh, that which would like basically cockroaches, which would have a bad PR in New York, you just step on it or you get a can of Raid. But the truth of the matter is, they were considered very powerful deities of us up in the old days, and they would give you immortality and regeneration. So that if you felt sick or like old or bad... You'd wear this and you'd actually revive yourself. That's what they believed. It's amazing.
0: Well, I mean, the cockroaches seem to have outlived that. Bad you PR. You can't get rid of them. No, but you can't get you can't, rid of them. No, they'll, they'll outlive u- humanity, thing, they say. They rats and tomorrow? cockroaches. I mean,
4: they're like... Remember Planet of the Apes. This will be Planet of the Roaches versus the rats. No. You know, all, maybe they'll have a union. They'll get along together. It'll be like the Democrats <laughs> and Republicans. But there's not going to be anybody left so alive. The, the, the rat... The, the rat union. Every time there's a there's a union fight, you see a giant inflatable rat in front of the uh, store. It must that's be something to it. Well, that's right. so you very, know? Uh, You to You want to make the... Union work is crazy. You just stand in front of the rat and start talking to it. You know, they they look at you like, are you part of management? Management? What is that? <laughs> you know. Uh, well,
0: we want to support the unions here. The
4: I thing. support all unions, no. sure, but not, no, I'm not into the rats. So uh, imagine there's no sports team named Rats. Maybe we should try that. The, the uh, New yeah. York Rats. How about, well, no, I
0: mean that the. Washington football team could be the Washington. Why rats. not? The Rats. Okay. <laughs> We're going to be right back after another short message from one of our sponsors. Thank
6: you. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigette, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices, in any condition, even Broken APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-00. <laughs>
0: this is the Appraiser, uh, back with Mr. Abe, talking about rats.
4: <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're talking about? I think so. We're we talking about, like, bugs and insects and jewelry mm-hmm. and the origins. of I mean, if you want to, I'm sure you've seen it in your store, you know, take the nicest... Tiffany's, and Cartier's, and Van Cleef's, Seaman, Sheps, name the, name the they made something out of, especially beetles, and butterflies, and little l- lizards, and snakes, these are bugs, and women loved them with the enamel, and the diamonds, and the jewels, these were very expensive jewels, so like, after the Egyptians, guess who picks this up? The Mayans, in South America, who used real beetles and rings? They were like live beetles put in a ring, or a brooch called a roach brooch. Not kidding around with you. This is true. Roach. And the, guess which one was the like the biggest seller? They had something called they imported this from Madagascar, the giant Madagascar hissing cockroach. You got to look this up, ladies and gentlemen. It would. It's giant. And it would start screaming at you if you <laughs> looked at it. And they would, when it died, because I don't think you wanted to get near a live one, it, uh, it, they, they put them in the jewelry. And they were adorned with Austrian Swarovski crystals. Could you believe this? Wow. I'm about backing this up? This is just, you know, Google it. And in Mexico in the 80s, they had something called a macaque, M-A-Q-U-E-C-H, which used live Zophirus beetles. Zophorus, how do you say that? You know how to say that? Zophorus. Oh, no. They were live beetles, and it comes with a story. It's a love story like Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you're with me, Lee? I'm with you. <laughs> this is true. There was a princess that was in love with a prince, but the prince came from a very fancy family with a lot of money, and the princess didn't have it, and they didn't want her to marry him. And they were both in love with each other. So she so she had this wizard turn her into a Zophorus beetle, whatever, because they could live An entire month without food or drink, and she had herself placed into this piece of jewelry. They gave it to the prince, and he just felt her presence, and he wore it for a month, and then she died right on his chest. Can I make up a crazy story like this? I hope not. <laughs> this is a movie on AMC. You know this. Okay. So, do anybody? Does anybody come back with like antique jewelry in Lee's APR? Oh, for sure, all done. Yeah. We have really we're probably one of the largest appraisers and buyers. I love estate pieces. You do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: The yeah. enamel pieces also.
0: Enamel hand painted. Yeah, I, one of the first. I remember starting out. I had a woman come in with, uh, they call it a suite.
4: Yes, uh, a the groupings of, of pieces. Uh, uh, of same style. Right, right. She had a
0: group of Cartier jewelry. Yeah. And uh, it was black onyx. And it was like a bracelet, a ring. Oh, yeah, okay. And a watch. Right. And this is when I was just starting out. And um, uh, it was a long story. But basically, uh, she tells me. She's a very nice lady. She said her, her mother bought them in the 1930s. And uh, she knows they're rare and valuable. And uh, there was just like a little gold on it, not much. And, yeah. and uh, she said that they you know, they were appraised for like 50 grand.
4: Did they have diamonds, gold? A uh, little diamonds.
0: It was very small. It was a little diamonds. But it was sort of art ar- decoish with the ar- ar- diamonds. De- yeah, lot of, like a lot like of them, them are art decoish. It wasn't in perfect condition. Yeah. It was like a little chip and stuff like that. But regardless, I just remember, yeah. I was, this is like 35 years ago. And I was Amazing. just starting. and um, you Did know, you keep them all in
4: one case like like well, a, no, no, right. a so velvet I, case?
0: I, so I I asked her what yeah. she wanted for it and she, you know I we discussed it and she said well they were appraised for 50 and I know they're rare so I'm looking for like $75,000 for the pieces wow. and all I, of them together. Oh well, there were only like 3. Right. And I talked and then I um, I showed them to a uh, one of my collectors An expert. and he said Pay really, really? Really? He said he'll, t- wow. he'll take them and wow. he paid me a few thousand dollars more and he just put them in his collection. He said they're very rare, very desirable, so Amazing. if anyone out there has any nice estate, jewelry, enamel, Tiffany, Cartier, uh, Bucciolati, any brands, we would love to see it, buy it or praise it. And, um, you remember the, the old questions? grandma
4: on the Titanic with that beautiful bracelet with the sapphire? That uh, was a necklace, right? That was a necklace. Yes. I think so, right? Yes. Oh, what was her uh, name? Right? Well, she lived, I think, till a few years ago. She was hundred years old, oh, still right, acting. Right, 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 right. But I mean, but the actors—there I mean, was th- that piece existed. It was right, real. They based right. it on reality. So amazing. That's why people go down and do dives. They pick up all these jewelry and we heard about gold the guy, coins. Mel Fisher? Yeah, he was the he was the number one guy. So Jack is,
0: he's like
4: the example of never give up you Never. Know that? no he went after it how no long uh, how long it took him to find that do you not have any like idea? 37 years, like no. yeah. 30 years. Yeah. I think it was 27 years 27 years yeah, so he would okay. just
0: imagine he never know, gave up no he, he, he just imagine him coming home every night every week yeah. his wife goes no Mel <laughs> What'd you bring me now? Yeah, you got, we'll seaweed. You get got, get you that out of
4: here. You got a paycheck. We got to yeah. pay the mortgages. In. I got a. Uh, I'm sorry, Zelda. I got no the hull of a in. Roman ship. Who cares? I want chicken soup. I don't want the hull of a Roman yeah, ship. I got to pay the landlord. This yeah, week. What yeah. You give I got that? coins from Troy. <laughs> 437
0: BC. It took him 20. I think it was 27 years. Of but he, he got. He had envelope. a lot of successes.
4: <laughs> Where's the envelope? He the got. Envelope. He 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 did get, bring it back other treasures. That wasn't his only treasure. He brought was, small treasures. Small treasures. Oh, Mel Fisher was very famous. Right. And how many c- countries sued him because it was within the 200 miles of the coast where the ship went down or whatever? Crazy uh, stuff.
0: Yeah, he was a dedicated.
4: Uh, yeah. I could never diver. see myself doing something that's very dangerous work. Forget the sharks and everything, but just you run out of oxygen, you're like so far down. It's not profession
0: for like an old Jewish fellow, right? It's not even for
4: a young Jewish fellow. I mean, I was in Brooklyn College, I majored in underwater basket weaving, which was a big thing. So I thought maybe I would become a pearl diver. But, you know, if you go out right off the beach, right into the bay, that's one thing. They dive off these cliffs for 50 feet. Not for Jews. Not for me. No I way. had a guy come in here two
0: weeks ago. He looks at a watch, a couple watches. Wants to watch for three hundred dollars. It turns out I found something exactly what he wanted. I couldn't believe it. it Timex. Two, it was two grand. I, I, I didn't find it
4: actually. I didn't find it. He, he wanted it for three hundred dollars. He watch a watch for two grand? Yeah. Okay. But he sees he, he Oh, he sees what find he
0: likes. Anything. Okay, I see. And then he goes over here and he goes. By the way, how much is that yeah. complicated Fortis watch? Fortis. Watch? Oh, I remember
4: Fortis. They sure. were like
0: making the first watches. for love the, the b- Russian yeah, astronauts. Loved them. <laughs> So he goes, I like that one. How much is that? Like, tell him two grand. He says, no problem. He says, can you give it to me with a fish the strap, fix the buckle? Fine. No. That's not the story. The story is he's an older guy, okay? He, uh, you know, he's about, you know, a short fellow, probably 5'4", and a little little crept over like this. And he, um, long story short is he's a Harvard-educated attorney who's worked his whole life uh, in law and top of the firm, just retired, but what does he do outside of work? He is one of the premier mountain climbers.
4: Get out! A retired guy, a little guy, and he's climbing mountains. He's written six books on the
0: subject. We'll have to give you his name uh, probably next week because I don't
4: remember those topics.
0: He's written six books on mountain
4: climbing. I once walked up Washington Heights. Does that count? No. (laughs) I don't think so. Maybe What are you covering your face for? Laugh out loud if I'm funny. Maybe Mount Sinai. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mount Sinai.
0: <laughs> I was born of Mount Sinai. Okay. That's good. That's so, good. But I couldn't believe that, that yeah. this guy, I mean, I never heard of. Wow. This guy, you know, I, I, I have a friend
4: who's just unfortunately lost his wife and he's in his 70s and he's kind of a retired jeweler, but he, you know, comes in once in a while. And I said, What are you doing lately? He says, I, I've taken up boxing. I go, What? He says, you, People hit you back. You know that. He says, Well, I pay them a lot of money. They only hit the gloves or whatever. I said, But you're not going to actually get him to a. Re- oh, no, I'm, I'm going to train. I want to box. I said, You know, Geraldo Rivera did it his whole life. He's about 80, but he's a, he was a good middleweight fighter. I, I actually saw him fight a few times. He, he he fought like Sylvester Stallone's brother, but he still fought. I mean, I would, I, you couldn't take a shot from Geraldo Rivera. I said, What are you thinking of? He says, I want to get in shape and I want to be, you know, I love boxing. I always wanted to do it and I got time. It's amazing what people do. Good for them. Yeah, but
0: mountain climbing. He, so he said mountain he, climbing. He went to he he his record is like thirty thousand foot mountain and the one of wow. high, you know, the highest ones in the world. In, in, I can't uh, even Arge- look up that much. He was Aztec
4: or Argentina? I think it was Argentina. He's
0: Argentina, Argentina.
4: Argentina, right? They have famous mountains in Argentina. I guess. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. So, but can you can you imagine? You know, do people mountain climb in America? They, we have famous. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Mount, Mount, Mount I, Rushmore. They
0: do in... I'm
4: yeah, in I mean, Thomas Jefferson's left nostril. Pick me up. I can't take it anymore. Where's up? the helicopter? It's <laughs> good. Pick me, pick me up. Pick me Okay. He's calling his, his, his home base, you know. <laughs> so, um, um,
0: right. So, uh, what we were just saying. She said, take a break. Let's take a okay, break. Okay, so where's a break? Okay, we'll take a break. We'll be right back after another message from one of our sponsors.
4: Honda hrv crv pilot passport and ridgeline they all have one thing in common they never back off from a challenge available with all-wheel drive the honda suv lineup has the performance you can count on and the capability to amaze ask kelly blue book they named honda their 2021 best value brand based on
3: 2021 brand image awards from kelly blue book visit kbb.com for more information
0: all right. This is Lee, the appraiser, back for more of amazing appraising. Here, talking about Rolex styles. We were talking about rats. We were talking about
4: yeah. You, you know what? Talk about your brightly watch that you're wearing right now.
0: Uh, Where'd you get that
4: one? Where did I get this one? It looks so, like an aviator watch. Actually, it's uh, they
0: call this a. Let me think for a second here. It's an it's one of their digital Navitimers. Actually, you know what? Uh, it has Navitimer. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's digital. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the digital? Oh, I have to tell you story. My rabbi yeah. was once given class a couple of years ago. Okay. So he says, uh, you know, for the class, you know, we we'll the a class in an hour yeah. or something like that. Does anyone have a watch? So I gave him my watch. She goes, oh, interesting. Tells the time of Brazil. <laughs> Tells the time of Brazil. Not here, <laughs> but in Tuesday. Brazil. If you ever
4: walked in Brazil on Tuesday, <laughs> it'll give you the perfect time twice a day. So
0: this has about yeah. 20 different functions, alarm, second time, military Does it? time, wow. war time, peace time, all these types of Peace time, war time. Uh, 24 hours, yeah. time, the whole nine yards. And... Uh, Actually, a, a President Clinton used to wear watch similar to this. Like set. this one. And I sold some of these to some of the Israeli uh, soldiers. Really? They, it they looks ma- like a military watch. Right. It, really. well, they, but it's, it's, thinner. it's a the bright ones a buy are This is
4: very heavy watch. It's, it's, it's not so heavy, but no. they're,
0: they're thinner they made out of
4: titanium. Wow, that's so, a, um, hardest. Is that the hardest metal in the world? It's one of the hardest. Yeah, titanium. Did I ever tell you the story? I a, no.
0: Had a guy come into my store. He opens up a suitcase with two keys.
4: No, oh, wow, he that's wanted big. A million bucks for him. For the two keys or for the? For million? the two keys. <laughs> what? With the two keys made <laughs> out of?
0: This guy, they were made out of titanium. Yeah. Let's just say he was Russian, and let's just say
4: those keys. Let's say he was.
0: Those keys went to open up a nuclear war. To shoot a nuclear war. Get out! I promise.
4: How do you know he didn't change the combination or anything? But the keys were the same.
0: No, each key, yeah, each key is different. You have that one of each. <laughs> who would
4: buy that? I mean, uh-huh. who would buy that? I don't know. You don't probably stay alive no, for I too mean, long <laughs> if you have it. Have, yeah. You know,
0: it's an interesting piece of history, and I will wow. have to own it, but but that was way out of my budget. So I didn't think that... I, know, would say, uh, no, I, I, no, I would say, don't touch it. Speaking as your lawyer, don't, would, don't touch things like no, that. I, mean, I would say you know, maybe 50 right. grand or something like
4: that. Really? i to do a little more research to see how many oh, wow. were out there and everything like that. Is that is something that, very different. That was very cool. That was one of the more... So, so I remember this joke. This guy retires, and he's like working in an accounting firm his whole life. He never does anything fancy. And he says, I'm dying to get this... like." They have these extended Cadillacs, you know, like 25 feet long. I want, they they have a Cadillac red, which is so red. He says, I want 10 coats of paint. I want a, I I want a couch in the back. I want all gold, you know, fittings. I want leopard skins and and, and a chandelier. And he goes, my God, he says, it's going to take us four months to make it, sir. And it's going to cost you like, you know, a million dollars or whatever. He says, I don't care. That's what I want to drive around. I'll practically live in the place. Uh, That's what I want to do. And he probably picks it up and he loves it. He's taking pictures with it and selfies and gets in the car and goes to the first red light and he looks to the right. There's a the guy with a 25-foot Cadillac with 10 coats of paint, and he's like beeping, beeping, and the guy goes, what do you want from me? He gets out of the car He says, when did you get this? He says, I just picked it up, but there's only two like this. He goes, I know, I got the first one. <laughs> he says, I don't understand. You got the couch? He says, I got the couch. He says, you got the you got the chandelier? I got the chandelier. It's crystal. I got the fur with the with the gold. Son of a gun, what, what else have you got in there? He says, "I, I, I he says, uh, oh yeah, my couch opens up into a bed. Your couch was her to a bed, <laughs> son of a God they didn't tell me that option runs back to Cadillac. He says, that guy has a couch. And He says, you do not want a bed. You wanted a couch. His is back. It's not even a real couch. It's a bed. I want a bed. And they make him, he said, like, come back in another month. So he comes back another month and he sees the couch. It flips into a bed. He can sleep there. It's amazing. In his giant car. And he drives off. Two flights later, who does he see? The same guy. And he wants to show him his new bed. And it's even nicer than the other guy's bed. And he's beeping, beeping, beeping. Nothing, nothing. He gets out of the car, starts pounding on the guy and the guy rolls down the window and steam comes out. He goes what's the matter with you? I was beeping for like an hour well, can't you come over and take a look at my, my new bed? He says I have to look at your new bed and for this you got me out of the shower? <laughs> you could never have enough. Very cute. Yeah, well, it's a retirement okay. joke.
0: Okay, we were talking about the Breitling watch. So yeah, the history of Breitling. So Breitling, I believe, started making watches probably, if I had to guess, in the '40s, and that's um, far back, really. Yeah, yeah, they, I think I've had some of them from World War II. Okay, and mostly aviator watches, yes. were primarily yes. made. They were called the watch for pilots, right? For aviators. But there were
4: other companies that made watches for pilots. Yes, yeah, they
0: were more of one that initially started, I think, more
4: exclusively. What the, I liked about Brightling though, is that they were much b- better designed than all the other ones. They were very simple, the other aviator watches. Mm-hmm. They looked like aviator watches, but it was so simple, plain face, either Roman numerals or 1, 2, 3, 4, and it would lit up something. But it was very simple. It looked kind of like a Timex, even, but they were very fascinating. You know, they were made beautifully, like, no, a, no, they're very uh, like, but, like but the Brightlings have a tremendous style and right. design.
0: So, and I think what happened was up until, I think they, from a period of like 1965 for maybe 1970, the company I understand actually closed up and went bankrupt. Well, That's what I heard. And then they, they reopened. They reorganized and reopened probably, about, you know, I guess. But are like they open
4: anymore? After. Are they, I yeah, don't yeah, 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 They yeah, do so have new Brightling watches right, now. Right, so they, really? they actually uh,
0: redesigned their whole business, meaning that they decided about five, six, seven years ago to. Relaunch and redevelop all their movements. So they decided to make their watches much higher quality. You're in terms
4: of mechanics, both. mechanical watches? Yes, mechanics. So these are not uh, made with the quartz? Some are still. Okay.
0: Most of the mechanical ones are made, they took much more care into making every one of them a chronometer. Very and nice. to make them the cases and the much, you know, a much stronger. Well, there much are there two types made. of crystals on that, on that watch? Uh, No,
4: there's one crystal. Has all these has a, so a many, many doodads where well, yeah, you yeah, could exactly. read all well, that. Well, what what is that? A chronometer that goes around the actual this numbers? Is a
0: slide rule, a skid out, a slide, rule. So pilots, wow, uh, a slide rule. So it's for the pilots. Wow, look at that! Yes, altitude, it's a slide rule, you know, amazing. All this stuff that they do latitude, longitude, yeah, all this type of stuff. So, anyhow, so there they they, you know they know the third one is attitude,
4: attitude, yes. Yeah, <laughs> you're up in the air, you don't know the difference between longitude and latitude or whatever, you better have a good attitude, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this ad- watch is called the Attitude Adjuster. The
0: Attitude Adjuster. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, they came up with a watch.
4: Yeah. That was called. Uh, it's
0: called the Emergency Watch. I don't know if you heard of it. Never this? heard of this. No. Okay. So they came up with it about 15 years ago. True story. Breitling. Breitling.
4: Wow. T-
0: the first one I think had a yellow face on it, and it had a. You pulled out the button, okay. And it left out the. Uh, and it left out a. Uh, what's it called? A, uh, a crash like vehicle. A, like a Morse SOS. code SOS. Subpo- S- uh, uh, and who was who cer- listening to on this? On a
4: certain frequency. Right. No,
0: it's the same frequency that yeah. goes for the emergency aircraft. Oh, beautiful. So, it's like a down so air wherever aircraft. you were,
4: like a, this so Chinese guy on the mountain, so they, they, they could pick him up.
0: They did a, yeah. uh, a test on this. And right. They had the reporter who, now officially, it's only, it, when it came out initially, it was only being allowed to be sold to registered pilots. Uh-huh. So the reporter wanted to test. It's true story. I think it was Time Magazine, and they opened it up in the middle of Times Square. Like they and uh, they had all the FDF. Uh, what's it called? The FAA and the FBI it, and all the things there come down there on Times Square with it sounds like a, di- a down plane. Unbelievable! They, unbelievable! It, it, I think I got out of there was a fifty thousand dollar fine initially for every time you did that. Wow. Okay, everybody, it looks like we are going to wrap up this week's segment. I'd like to thank Mr. A for joining us on this week's show. If you haven't already, please follow us on our various social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and all under APR57NYC, as well as our very famous YouTube channel, Amazing Appraised. We hope you enjoyed tuning in and listening. We'll see you next week.